In today's episode, we are honoring Carly Rae Jepsen with her long-deserved Queens episode. We discuss our first Carly memories, how losing Canadian Idol was the best thing to happen to her, how Justin Bieber blessed her, and how she created the album of our generation. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories I've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Now before we get into today's episode, I gotta say, we are not being sponsored to make it. Carly's not paying us. These are all of our opinions. We love her, actually. And you'll see why and how in today's episode. Though, Carly, if you want to give us like a little cut of your album sales, we wouldn't kill you. But that's all. We love her. Good morning. It's not morning. Good uh, afternoon. It's not that either. Good evening. It's not. Good day. It's not. It's none of those Hi. things. Hi. Hello. Thank you. Yes, I like that much. <laughs> How are you? Great. I'm alive. How but... alive are you? Well, I'm like, you know that Sia song where she's like, I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm still breathing. Yeah. yeah. That's how you are? That's I'm still breathing. Well, thank God. I'm alive. No parrots have gotten you yet. No. Apparently not. Okay. They have not. You know who else hasn't been killed by a parrot? I mean, I'm probably like at least a hundred people at this point. <laughs> at least, at least one hundred. I think people. at least a hundred people haven't been killed by a parrot. Uh, the verdict's out. I don't know. God, what is gonna happen when what? When a parrot kills someone this year? I think we are gonna be. We're gonna have the parrot exclusive we got interview. Red, he caught red-handed. That's what red people are gonna feathered. call it. Broad fe- red. <gasps> Parrots have red feathers. Some of them do, I think. The uh, Iago. You see how this like mic stand brings the mic right up to your mouth. Imagine the murderous parrot just perched on this pole. Jesus <laughs> Christ, are you a poet? So many alliterations of the piece. <laughs> uh, speaking of parrots on a pole, you know who my favorite parrot on a pole is. <laughs> and this is so. Carly Rae Jepsen. Accurate. Oh, oh. Oh, yes. Classic parrot on a pole. Carly Rae Jepsen. She, you know what I would say? She is the parrot on the pole. I I think she... I think that's what the industry calls her. I think that's her. what I just updated her Wikipedia page to say. It Carly says, Rae it Jepsen. Says, yeah. The parrot on the pole. No, it says Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, singer, songwriter. Birth name, in my parentheses, birth name, parrot on the pole. Car- Canadian singer, songwriter, Carly Rae Jepsen, parentheses, parrot on a pole, has released three studio albums. You know, my lowest of the lows back in the 90s when I was all cracked out. <laughs> I was like in sucking dick. I was going to say I was the parrot on the pole. <sighs> you just said you were sucking dick in the 90s. I don't think I was actually. At most you were 11 years old. Listen. No. In 1999 <laughs> you were 10. I was embodying a, a character. Of what? The, uh, like, of a dick sucking 10 year old? <laughs> I gotta go. Christ. Uh, Parrot on the pole, Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, today we're honoring her and all of her glory. Um, Are we? Yeah. Oh my God. I think so. It's time for the Queen's episode. Episode of Carly Rae Jepsen? She deserves it. I mean. A Queen's episode is only given to somebody who has had a lifetime of success. Uh, something to look back on and chronicle, if you will, with the prestigious uh, podcast. Prestigious, if you will. Ah, pres- yeah, sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, in the past, I think we've done it when an album has, like, dropped. But you know what? Carly deserves 
this promo. <laughs> I mean, Emotion, okay, we'll get to it, but Emotion was the album of our generation. Uh, it changed the game for wow. you, everyone. I love truly. that you've started saying that Emotion is the album of our generation instead of... Born This Way. Well, Born This Way was the, <laughs> the album of a lifetime. Oh. Uh, of everybody's lifetime. We'll get to Born This Way. Okay. Maybe some sometime. Oh, why? Okay. Uh, but Emotion was really impactful on, uh, I would say, the pop industry. Um, and it was critically acclaimed and loved by all. And if you don't fucking know it, bitch, you fucking know it. Or get it now. The poll parrot will come for you <laughs> and murder you. And murder, murder your ass. Um. So yeah, we're gonna honor Carly Rae Jepsen today. So let's start at the beginning, core. Let's go back, back to the beginning. back to the beginning. Did you know? Do you know what that is? Uh, Anastasia. Hil- oh no, Hillary Duff. Mm, you know we're not honoring her today. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so you're saying she's not worth it? I wouldn't. Say she's, she's not Fifth Harmony worth it. She's not Fifth Harmony worth it. So take me to Carly's roots. Oh my God! Well, I think and her those roots, roots are a little bit of a dusty brown. Though this picture, she's got like a reddish hair. Are you, you? You can see the roots. Are you saying that because she's thirty? Yes, she's she's uh, old in the way you're old. Well, I mean, we were both born the same year. Were you? Yeah. What was it like? In 1985, when we weren't sucking dick. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Speaking of losing some, her origin is losing American, or not American Idol, Canadian Idol. Really? Yeah, just like David Archuleta. She may not oh. have come out on top at the start, but her career has blossomed since, clearly. She started on uh, Canadian Idol, and this was back in 2007. Um, she pursued her music career. It was the fifth Wait. season of Canadian Idol. Oh, she got she got third. third place. Now, who are some of your favorite third place? Finishes? Celicia Marcado. Yes, that was uh, David Archuleta's season. Um, Jasmine Trias. Mm, unfamiliar. Wow. No offense to Jasmine. Yeah, that's pretty rude. She yeah. was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? Did Allison Irahita get third or fourth? She got. I think she got fourth. I think she got third. It was her, Adam Lambert, and uh, Goki. What's Didn't name? Goki get third? No, because... This is not the Danny Goki Queen's edition. Did Danny Goki beat Adam Lambert? No. Lambert got second. It came down between Chris and Adam. Oh, you're right. You're right. So, yes. So, Alison Iorheda got fourth because all of her votes went to Adam Lambert. <laughs> Suppo- I remember, Supposedly. I, I remember thinking... Although I'm sad about Allison Arahita, her votes will go to Adam, so this is good in the long run. Anyway, back to Carly. <laughs> uh, Carly got third in Canadian Idol. And you know some of the songs she sang? I, I just looked up the um, the songs she sang in each week. She sang really? some pretty iconic songs. I Try by Macy Gray. What? Uh, Put Your Records On, which I feel like. Corinne a, Bailey Ray. is an idol classic. Everyone fucking sings that song. Um... What else? Torn. <gasps> Natalie Imbruglia? Yes. Uh, Wait, I guess I'm She gonna... sang a song called My Heart Belongs to Daddy. Uh... <laughs> that was the top four, so maybe that was the beginning of the end for her. I guess I don't. Really. Anytime you're fucking uh... your daddy. <laughs> what? She's her like last... White Flag by Dido, your her last favorite. Song, White Flag. You know, the Dido album really was a game changer. I mean, we'll save it for the... We'll do a Dido, Dido Queen's edition. Queen's edition. Um, I wonder if she has all of her old videos on YouTube. You know I always like fall into a I Kelly would love Clarkson to find hole. That. 
I at least want to see Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. I want to see her like... sing Come to My Window. She sang that top six. That would be pretty good. Wow. Yeah. And my heart I got it bad. Daddy. I got it bad. Is that that Usher song? Uh, there is one, but no, that says it's two songs by Mel Torme. Mm, I'm unfamiliar with any of those. Um. So, I mean, I wonder how many votes she got. Uh, well, place. clearly not enough. She flopped. She left. She failed. She Where left. is Brian Malo now? Is that who beat her? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so she died. Uh, or she didn't die. She left uh, Canadian. <laughs> I know. Uh, what's your, like, first Carly memory? My like, first Carly where memory. Where were you when you heard Call Me Maybe? Well, Call is Me Maybe. Your- is Call that- Me Maybe came out when? 2011. But she released her debut single in 2008, and she must have been flying under the radar. She must have had no traction whatsoever, because my first memory was 2011 with Call Me Maybe. I mean, the Wasn't album- that yours? Yeah. I mean, the album was called Tug of War. I mean, nobody really listened to it. Well, she releases- Yeah. Are there oh, any- that was the 2008. Yeah. Oh, my God. She has a track on that first album called Hotel Shampoos. <laughs> oh, my God. What's your favorite hotel shampoo? <sighs> I love it when it's like a mint. I love a good, like, a Veda product. Me at too. A, at a hotel. I hate- You know what my least favorite is? When you, um, the shower is- There's, like, no little bottles of anything. It's just, like, those things where the dispenser- I, I actually kind of like that. I hate that because I feel like- you Anyone could have like time... poured bleach in it is what I think. See, you think bleach. I think everyone's putting their cum in it. That's what, every time I'm in a hotel, I'm like, they put they fucking put their bodily fluids in this. That's what you think? Yes. And not that that's like what I would do. I'm sneezing a little bit. I see bit. that, honey. Does she need a tissue? So, <laughs> you <don't... laughs> so you don't want Carly Ray Jepsen's Hotel Shampoos? No, I don't. I wonder what that song's like. Do you like. think anyone's ever put their Hotel Shampoo? You know what? In, the next time we sh- meet Carly Ray Jepsen, we should bring her Hotel Shampoos to show her how true of a fan we are. And some Sour Candy. Why? Is that another song? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Maybe we'll do some heavy lifting to get it there. We'll uh, That's lift also a bag of heavy. Song title. We'll have bags of heavy. Sh- or no. You, hotel shampoos and you sour candy. Tell me. And do a little heavy. Which of these songs aren't actually a track on her first okay. album? I feel like a you, terrible Carly stand because I won't know any of these. You tell me. Oh, is that a song? If you think we need to do some heavy lifting. Or maybe if I've got some sunshine on my shoulder. Sunshine on my shoulder is uh, her lead single. It's a John Denver cover. And maybe I'm just trying to be a sweet talker. Or maybe I like some sour candy with my hotel shampoo. Is sour candy uh, a a sponsored song? What's that one? What were we watching yesterday? By Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids sponsored We were watching a Sour Patch Kids sponsored video. It was a very busy day. We were very busy. Um, Well, at least she's getting that... um, Sour Patch Kids sponsor promo. So it's safe to say you haven't heard any songs off of her first album. I guess I haven't. Wow, what a true fan. I guess I hate her. I mean, I guess when we saw her in concert, I'm a little shocked that she didn't open with (laughs) Money and the Ego and or Tug of War. Yeah, well, I don't think she sang a single song from that album, did she? God, no. heaven, heaven help us. So moving on from the 2008 album, she came back with her 2011 album with the lead single Call Me Maybe. And I think that was when the world cared or gave a fuck. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, I mean, like another queen that I want to mention. What? Who? Justin Bieber? No. Like, 
Katy Perry. No one really knew like what her first oh, album was. Oh my god. You know who did have a, a hit first album? Lady Gaga. Wow. Sorry. Such a hit that she had to like re-release the same one. Fuck wet. off. Fuck and, off. Like, Both versions were number one. Make it a fame monster. Yes. Alumni. <laughs> Fuck off. So where were you when you heard Call Me Maybe and did you think, wow, I am witnessing pop perfection? It must have been on Tumblr. I must have seen it on Tumblr. Really? Because, because that video of Justin Bieber and Selena oh, Gomez yeah, and Ashley yeah, Tisdale yeah. lip syncing yeah. to it. God, um, they put Ashley Tisdale in there? No. No offense to Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. Well, I, I, probably that was all offense to Ashley Tisdale. Um, I don't really know much about Ashley Tisdale. What I, are her fans called? Are they going to come just for us? Just tales. <laughs> I think that's what you did in the hotel shampoo. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that, so the three of them made that, but do you think it was a marketing scheme? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It, it was no coincidence that they it's just like, all happened to be hanging out knowing all the lyrics to an unknown song. Justin wanted to help her. It's very much like Justin well, was trying to like launch her career. Right. Pretty much like. When you film a video with Mamrie, Mamrie's trying to launch your career. Right, right. Because right. you're garbage. Right, right. Uh, well, they both came from humble Canadian beginnings. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a little bit of... Um, from that. From our neighbor to the north who doesn't really quite understand how bacon works. America's top hat. If you will. Yeah. Or America's toupee. I love it. I like that, actually. <laughs> um. So there they were, making this lip sync video. And... It is important to note, Justin's manager is Scooter Braun, Carly Rae Jepsen's manager is Scooter Braun. That definitely doesn't hurt to have that, I guess, connection. And when they put out that video, it went viral. Do you think they ate sour candy while they oh were? God, they should have. They should have had a sponsor for that video, truly. Was that the original? Was that the... um? No, no, that was not the the music video. But that was what they put out first, and then like the song was catching on, so they got a budget and made a real video. You know the reason why I know the real video? Because of my power hours? Because of your power hour. Oh, yeah. It's like a... Quite the twist at the end of that video with the hot guy being gay. Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. I guess I don't remember it happening. Because that doesn't that wasn't part of your 30 seconds... Or your minute of the music video. I guess you're right. Um, wow. Well, okay, so that song took off. Obviously because of that video, the lip sync video. Wait, was it back then included in uh, the Billboard charting? Was that... Or was that too early? Um, because I think that changed with um, that one song. Harlem Shake? Harlem Shake. It I did. Think that was the week it changed, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, originally, yeah. But I don't remember when Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake was not as early as 2012. It could be. It's going to be right around then. No I way, mean, I, I can look if you look, want. Yeah, look it up. I can look. Because that would obviously have a huge impact on her uh Billboard stats. The The song itself, Call Me Maybe, went to number one on Billboard um, Hot 100. It was called the Song of the Summer by Billboard magazine. It topped the charts in 18 countries. It was declared the best-selling single of 2012 worldwide. The Harlem Shake came after. See, okay, so her her streams of the of the song in other videos, besides the music video and everything like else, did, did not count toward her charting no and i mean it was the second most played song in the u.s of 2012 and yeah i mean and it was number one for nine weeks yeah which is uh which has just been joined by what um rihanna were and that's like a big deal right nine weeks number one uh yeah i mean it's not as big as 10 but well that's (laughs) literally true (laughs) what's the longest anything has ever been number one mariah carey boys to men one sweet day yeah 16 weeks 
Mm. Okay. Yeah, Uptown Funk almost beat it. And by that, I mean they got to 14 weeks. That's so good. I was glad it didn't. It was well, I would say for a debut... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's huge for uh, a debut. Is, would you call that her debut, though, if she had had an album before? Yes. Her debut in America, they give her They give her that as, like, a debut single because it's, like, the first song that charted. Wow. So that's what they consider. Nothing before charted? Girl, what charted? Heavy yeah. lifting or sour candy or hotel shampoos? <laughs> Drag her a bit. I don't know. None of it. Hotel shampoos, number one on the indie alternative charts. Well... Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at the, uh, the statistics. Nothing from her first album charted in the U.S., so barely anything in Canada. Wow, okay. We were When her album finally came out, I mean, uh, Call Me Maybe came out during the summer, and then that was when you and I were, like, touring uh, Europe backpacking. I remember when the Kiss album actually came out. I do not remember that. Because I was trying to – I bought it on iTunes, and I was trying to download it at an airport because we had Wi-Fi. I remember. And then I – Oh, my God. Yeah. How interesting. That is just like when I was in Thailand and I was trying to download Born This Way. Very vivid memories yeah. of it slowly downloading. And I was just really... That's your version of Kiss. <laughs> yeah. What's the one about that album about like a shoestring? Oh, um, Tiny Little Bows? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, oh my God, what iconic songs that were on the Kiss album? What? Tell me. Tell this me Kiss, Tiny Little Bows, Call Me Maybe, Good Time with Owl City... Oh, oh my God! Turn me up is such a good song. Tonight I'm giving getting over you should have been a it is it was, it, a, it single. was a single it went number ninety. <laughs> no, yeah. Justice for tonight I'm getting over you. If you haven't heard tonight I'm getting over you, it's incredible. It's a Max Martin song, right? I was gonna say that, and by that you know that it's gonna be like at least a bop. Yeah. Bare minimum. A baby bop. But it was a baby bop. It was like it should have been like a gay club anthem that year. It was so. And then they good. put Nikki on it. You remember? Wait. Oh my god. There's a Nicki Minaj version. I forgot about that. That song was so good. Go listen to it. It's, it's so from the album Kiss. It's a good I, album. It's it's an okay album. It's it's good. I would uh, say it's solid. It's it's a standalone fine debut in America album. Okay, the I'll Heart is that. a Muscle. <laughs> I did like the heart as a muscle. It's it is plus it's a little bit factual anatomy I, trivia. It's like biology one oh one. Truly. Um uh, if you're going to listen to a couple songs from this album, Corey, what would your picks be? I would say... Uh, Wait, how does this kiss go? This kiss is something... I oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep thinking of... Your this lips kiss, are... This kiss. Oh, God, by... Untouchable. That's like Faith Hill. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good song. Uh, I have, Now I'm actually looking at the kiss track list. And this it's is... It's like kind of good. Uh, Turn Me Up, I think, is one of my favorites. I don't remember that one. Oh, Bonnie McKee wrote that. Oh my god, no wonder I love it. How does it go? I can't sing it right now. I need at least a full four bars. Measures? Sure. What's the difference between a bar and a measure? Oh. What's, is the heart a muscle? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> listen to Turn Me Up, listen to Tonight I'm Getting Over You, and listen to This Kiss. Okay, I would say, listen to Call Me Maybe, obviously. Well, uh, well no one's going to suggest that because they've all heard it. You've all heard Curious, I mean, uh, Call Me Maybe, you've all heard Good Times, um, they're just good time, single time. I uh, I would say listen to Tiny Little Bows, Curiosity, and tonight I'm getting over you. I guess we're gonna have to listen to this album on the right. I am. I was just thinking like I don't mind it. Um, so that's a pretty good album, pretty good debut. And where did it chart that album? Number six on Billboard US, which is not bad. It's a pretty good debut. Well, it could be better. Well, what? Well, yeah. <laughs> There's five spots it could be better at, um, but I would say it's a good, uh, a good, a good time. 
featuring Owl City. <laughs> so with that album, uh, did she have any other singles from that? Did I mean, nothing really took off after Call Me Maybe. She made a video uh, for This Kiss. She made a video for Tonight I'm Getting Over You. I just thought... Did she? Yeah, they were both in the was Power that, Hours that Tonight year. I'm Getting Over You had a music video in the Power Hour? Yeah, it wasn't a great video. What was the video? It's like a lot of like slow, like... It's kind of like you're watching it and like the camera starts like shaking and it's like the... Like, how would you describe this? Like a... <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like a slow descent toward yeah, death? Yeah, I think. I didn't want to like... I didn't want to say a seizure, but a little bit like Whoa, that. Okay. I mean, it's... Rumbly. A shake. Shaky. Yeah. Shaky. Oh, that's the word. Shaky. <laughs> I think that's it. God, I'd kill for a milkshake. Oh, my God. Corey got a milkshake yesterday. I was so jealous. I uh, mean, it's pretty much... I mean, you could have gotten one, too. You're right, but I didn't. Wow. <laughs> Just now looking... So, you know how my friend Jessica and I say, like, when a good movie or a good, like, album drops around your birthday, we call it, like, a gift from the, like, uh, gods of music yes. or that sort of thing? Just realized this Carly Rae Jepsen Emotion album came out the week of my mom's birthday last year. How fucking wow. lucky is my mom? That's a good gift. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Well, My mom is so lucky. We'll get to emotion in half a second. The final thing I want to say about uh, the Kiss album is I think this is the album where she started to take off in Japan. Did you know that Carly Rae Jepsen is like A-list superstar in Japan? It reminds me of that song, Big in Japan. <laughs> is that a Carly Rae Jepsen song from the EP? Kiss? No, I remember like there was this like gay bar that you and I would go to in San Francisco and they would play like a remix of this like Big in Japan song. Because I think the song was originally out in the 80s. Anyway, that's a different, whole different story. I'll play that for you on the drive home too. Thank God. God, we're, we're going to have to do a few blocks around the neighborhood to get through all the music we need to listen to. Don't mind me. I will. So, I mean, she is Big in Japan going in. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because like, She's big in Japan. What? I, <laughs> I lost all. I, no, I'm just looking at uh, the success of her the, her music so far in this part, this point of her career. Um, she's had huge success in Canada and huge success in Japan, but nothing has really stuck besides the one single "Call Me Maybe" in the U.S. Thus, let's take it to Emotion, her most recent venture into album territory. It was released June 24th, 2015. Um, I remember reading an interview leading up to the, the release of this where she had said that she wrote, uh, I think, like, I could be completely incorrect about this, but, like, a couple hundred songs uh, in preparation for this album that could be on the album. God, I would murder to listen to those other hundred songs. Um, And obviously only, what, like, 10 or 12 made the cut. But uh, I, I also think I remember an interview where she said that um, she was really inspired by Robin. Uh, Iconic Robin? Yes. When she was writing the album, she was saying that um, the uh, the song, what's her song? Um, Somebody said, Dancing on My Own. She said Dancing on My Own was the perfect pop song to yeah. her. Oh my and God. that's what really inspired a lot of the writing on her album because it was happy and sad and like a jam, but like made you feel things and blah, 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 all these things. And so that was what she was trying to um be inspired by for this album and when i think about how much i love robin that album this uh, makes sense as to why emotion is so emotion so much iconic so she releases emotion 
And first things first. Did it take off? No. I mean, I just don't think I really, really like you was the ideal lead single. Is it called I really, really like you just or one. I really like you? Just one. But it's like, how many times does she say really in that song? It felt to me. It, as, it as feels much- to me very separate from the rest of the album, if I'm being completely right. honest. Totally. I feel like it was like a try to redo uh, Call Me Maybe. Yeah. And I didn't want that. There was like, God, imagine like Run Away With Me as the lead single. With the... Yeah. Wow, I just hit that exact note. Wow. I'm you perfect. really did. Um You really <laughs> did. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with you. I, I think the um the fact that that was the debut single says a lot not about what she wanted to do with her album, but a lot of what her label may have wanted to follow up with. I agree. Uh because not it's the artist not always has doesn't always have the the say as to what's going to be the single or what's going to even be on the album sometimes. And I think when they heard I Really Like You, they thought they could replicate the virality of Call Me Maybe. And when she released I Really Like You, she had... Did did Justin Bieber do another video? I feel like they did. Like, they tried to... Why do I feel like they tried to do the, like, lip-syncing thing again? I I totally think they did. Um, But Tom Hanks was in the official video. Um... And I think it had like a moment. It was like a buzzy moment, like the the comeback, the the follow up to Call Me Maybe. Um, but this album, if you haven't heard it, it is nothing like Call Me Maybe. It is nothing like trying to replicate anything that she's done so far. It's very like electric '80s pop perfection. Mm, yeah. Um, when I look at uh, the reviews of it, it is critically acclaimed by everyone. Entertainment Weekly gives it an A minus. Uh, it was listed in Time Magazine's like best albums of the year. I think it was number two best album of the year on Time. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the list of the year end list. Uh, it's NPR's 50 best albums of 2015, Pitchfork's best 50 of 2015, Billboard's best 25 of 2015. Everyone's listing it in their top te- top albums. Yeah, Time Magazine's top 10 best albums of the year, um, critically acclaimed. And it was one of those sleeper albums that came out, and it didn't necessarily have the biggest first week. Whereas last album, what, it debuted at number six. This album debuted at, I think, 16. I don't I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, it's it was all that single. It was just that single. And it was one of those albums that kind of crept up over time once people got I wonder, though, because I still don't feel like... I mean, it made all those great end-of-the-year lists, and I don't feel like it made a lot of... Still had, like, a lot of sales behind it. Maybe people are streaming it. I think it's a stream album. <laughs> I think it is. Though I did buy it, I will say. I know. Are you... I have the physical You copy. bought it and then, like, lost it and had a panic attack and yes. then, like, refound it and then I found a month it. later. What a story. It's a great story. <laughs> I As really if you couldn't go to Target and, like, spend another $12. I went through Did it have any Target exclusive songs? Actually, it did. Well, okay. I think because she played one at the concert and it's I was like... It's got two Target bonus tracks. And I was like, I haven't heard this. Never Get to Hold You and Love Again. Well... She played one of them at the concert. Did you enjoy when we saw her in concert? Oh, my God. I will say one of the the most fun concert experiences. God. Like, I think about my favorite concerts. It's it's when everyone in the crowd is, like, going apeshit and knows every lyric. And that was one of those concerts. We went in West Hollywood. Yeah. It was Gaze for Days. 
Oh God! Some of those gays were awful. Although some of yeah, some of those gays were like I just want. Out. I mean, it was a very some of those gays were cracked out '90s dick sucking gays. <laughs> Not me. Uh, that was their problem. I was like, when did the crack come back? Oh, honey. crack is whack. Crack is whack. Um, I, it was a very small venue. It was like very chill, cool, dancey, singy. I just wish every concert was like small, small venue like that. How did you feel about God, her if hair I, that night? I mean, it's go, it's like she can have her shaggy hair. queen. It was very like choppy queen. Yeah, it's some, I, um, I imagine big, oversized. It worked. Metal I mean, scissors. her whole it whole yeah, very Edward Scissor hands <laughs> gave her a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wish if I were like an artist, yeah. and I know the money making is in the like big old fucking Staples Center, but like, how nice would it be to just always be able to go see your favorite artist at like. A venue that small. Oh my god! Those was... are the types of venues I've seen Sarah Bareilles plan, and it's just always incredible. It was perfect. It was intimate. It when I think about yeah the difference between the, that concert and going and seeing something at Staples Center when we saw the Lady Gaga concert at Staples Center. Yeah, it felt kind of like yeah we were there, but unless you're like right up at the front, it's you don't. F- feel like it's a big like one room it's, experience. I feel like you kind of get taken out of the experience. Yeah. And it's very much there's like a lot too many other like factors and like distractions and shit. Right. Uh too much other like the fact that I can get up and just go get a beer and like come back and kind of feel like casual about it. Yeah. I don't I didn't necessarily like that about the the big concert experiences. But with the, this Carly Rae Jepsen experience like I'm like I don't want to lose my spot. Like no, that's how small it was. That good was. old crowd. Um and I think about the difference between that type of performance and like what One Direction would do where it was like these huge arenas where it doesn't feel intimate at all. And for the performer, I have to imagine it's more fulfilling to do what Carly was doing. I would think so. Because just... you actually feel like you're, you can see these people singing along, whereas the One Direction, like, how big that is, like 50,000 people. It's like probably like a cool moment. It doesn't even like, feel... You like can't you... even see anybody until they put their lighters in the sky. Right. Did stimuli it... is the word I was trying to think of. <laughs> Too much stimuli. Oh, eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago. Were there any moments when we put lighters in the sky? Do people even do that anymore? No, now the kids all, like, get out their, like, phones nano pets and hold them up and let the glow tamagotchis <laughs> and put it on shine and they <laughs> put it on bright bright when you holding up your cat game at the car oh my god i would i would i have a cat named after her or you did not no, i don't um I so waste i would have let's talk a little bit about the tracks themselves i'm into it not her hair tracks but the tracks in the album can we talk first about like emotion being spaced out how you feel about e those dot, dots mo dot Shun. A little brave. It's, I mean, it's daring. It's like, at least she didn't make her whole album title in all caps or all lowercase for each track. Well, who are you dragging? <laughs> Everyone. Oh, okay. Same one I used to like drag Pink for like being putting you instead of you. Pink's not the only one. Are We are who we are. Kelly Clarkson does it too. Since you've been gone. Well, I would have been okay with her calling it S-U-B-G. I, I know. What a great song. Um, I don't necessarily love the dots in between E, Mo, Sean, <laughs> but I do We're... love that album cover. Do you? How do you feel about it? Um, I love it. I think it's iconic. I don't love that sweater. <laughs> that's the only thing you have to, like that's there that you can have an opinion on. So I, I guess know. you hate it. It just seems very like dark and edgy, and that sweater seems very like Maybe that's what she is. 
Dark and edgy. Mixed with like a big comfy sweater. Yum. Delicioso. No. No bueno. Do you want to like name your like fave song? Right. Well, let's let's talk through it. So Run Away With Me. It was not the lead single, but it is. It was a single. It was, I think, should have um, been so great. What else, What are, were the other singles? That she's a really was all that a single? Because she performed it on SNL. She sang all that. I know. I literally was thinking, what are you up to right now? What no, I mean the really the only singles were "I Really Like You" and uh, I mean I think "Run Away with Me" and "Your Type," even though neither your of them, type was a single in Europe. Apparently, neither of them even got like played on the radio. Well, the current single is "Boy Problems," which I don't know if I agree with. I'm not. I don't hate it. But my favorite songs in the album, and your favorite songs in the album, tell me what you love. God. Run Away With Me, Your Type, Boy Problems. Oh, making the Most of the Night. Making the Most of the Night. L.A. Hallucinations I'm okay with. I, how do you feel about the um, – there's a lyric in L.A. Hallucinations <laughs> that I think has been uh, – Debated. Debated. It has been the subject of controversy. Yeah. Um, where she calls out the industry in L.A., Perhaps and she says, "Buzzfeed buzzards in TMZ crows. What can I say that you don't already know?" And when it's we like were... my least favorite lyric. Are of you the kidding? Song. I kind of love so, it. Like, <sighs> I just imagine so all these, these uh, Buzzfeed employees that the day this album came out squawking, taking offense, taking offense. Were they um, all, like upset? And when we were at the the LA show, all the people that were there were all these Buzzfeed employee gays you um, don't know that oh honey i saw at least seven that i know you were on grinder at the carly ray jepson concert uh, it was not even grinder at that point it was just an explosion it was an la hallucination i had boy problems <laughs> my okay? official response <laughs> i was making the most of the night so <laughs> girl you're all that i was giving them my warm blood were you like give me love <laughs> no or were you like give me that warm blood? i was like run away with me were you like when i needed you I was I my first I was messaging everyone and just saying I really like you. <laughs> I was messaging everyone and being like, "Come test out my hotel shampoo." You were like, <laughs> I've got sour candy. I got Call sour me candy maybe. in my van. <laughs> Let me give you tiny bows. Anyway, so curiosity. Calm down. Killed the cat. The one song I don't like on the album. Oh, there's one. Yeah, what's the slow one? All that. It's the only song I push next. This album, I can't to believe. me, is Would very... you listen to this album on the next bus? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, why no? Well, if I were on the next bus, it would be a gay episode, and then I would play this, and then I would kind of be able to weed out... Talk about would... boy problems. Oh, my God. Buzzfeed buzzer. <laughs> this album really reminds me of Summer Party Tour. Yeah. To me, it was... It, the, yeah. When we were really getting into it, it was during our Summer Party Tour. I mean, yeah. I think this was the one good thing we took away from that tour. Wow. <laughs> Ding. She hated the one thing. What was the song we would always sing backstage? <laughs> I think. It's your like, type. Your type. It's your type. No, yeah. Girl, I got those dad libs. Oh dad lib is when you're, like, singing a song and you, like, add your own little part because, like, like a, it's, like, it's like a dad singing in a car, like sure, thinking he's cool. Yeah, dad libs. Well, your type is the song for that. And hashtag dad libs with your favorite song. Send to us like, a video. Oh my god, send you, us like, videos of you dad libbing. like dad libbing on a song. It's like when it's, you it's add a very, like a run. Or yeah, like it's a, like a Mariah Carey move. Yeah, you just like, make it your own. You make the most of the night. Yeah, I love it. Send us your dad lib videos. Wait, I actually. 
I want to see who's brave enough. Brave. Yeah. Brave, beautiful, bold. I want to see you be brave. Oh, yeah, that's where you should have went. Yeah. So if you haven't picked up this album, <laughs> I am going to say get it today if there's one thing that you should be enjoying. If you need to, if you need new music. Because sometimes, don't you ever get in a vibe where you're like, fuck, everything that I'm listening to right now on Spotify, I've listened to so much. Yeah. Like, when is somebody going to release something? If you slept on emotion, this is the album you need. I agree. This is not a sponsor. We're coming up on podcast. the one-year anniversary of the album. Um, When we met her... I was so disgusting. Like, I literally was like, emotion changed my life. It was That's so like good. always what you say to people. But I'm not even lying. Like, in a, I said the same thing to Jordan Sparks. tell me how did it change your life. It gave, I don't think we have time for it that. It gave me anthems. It gave me moments. It, it, it put words to the things that I was feeling. Okay, that makes so sense. So, bitch, try me. I guess it changed it's your life. It's just like Jordan Sparks' No Parade. Yeah. There was yes. Did you no... see that video of... Parade. Jordan Sparks looking at Pokemon showing her Pokemon collection you know I like saw the video but I didn't open it because I don't know anything about Pokemon <sighs> just like you don't know anything about tough titties <laughs> was that this episode that you talked about tough titties no okay uh, great um, you guys if you want to get the album get it listen to it on Spotify and then buy it at Target there's two bonus tracks if, <laughs> if you, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter do that as well if you want to subscribe to the podcast do that as well if you want to go rate it on iTunes, do that as well. Oh, I want to know their favorite songs from the album. Yeah. I want to know your top three. So with the hashtag... Um, we were trying to get them to hashtag dad lives. Sure. But I mean, you can just tweet at us and tell us your favorite Carly Rae Jepsen song. How about buy emotion on iTunes? Yeah. Hashtag buy emotion on there iTunes. There we go. There we go. Or yeah. justice for emotion. Or both. buy them both. Yeah, whatever. It's going to be Just a short tweet. tweet us whatever the fuck. It's going to be a short tweet. All you have to really do is give us the song title. But yeah, hashtag justice for emotion for the word or for the number? I would say the number. Okay, yeah. justice for emotion. It's very pink. And hashtag buy gone. emotion on iTunes. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Got it. I love it. Uh, let us know what you love and give this uh, podcast some love. Subscribe to it, whatever the fuck. And we love you. And good luck with your life. If you're like Carly Ray Jepsen, hey, what's up? Hi, love you. Love you. Thank you. Later. Later.